So this week on Three Sides of the Coin, uh, we have Tommy joining us this week. Uh, he was um, not there last week, but now we are blessed at, uh, by his presence. Um, that handsome face. <laughs> and Mark asked the questions this week, too. Mark is the, uh, the hostess with the mostess. Well, the host with the most. You know, you know, you know. The host <laughs> with the most. That's what she said. <laughs> ah, I mean, funny. so tune in this week and see what we say you might be surprised this is three sides of the coin talking all things kiss i want to rock and roll all night you're listening to three sides of the coin Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Hey there, Three Sides fans. Uh, welcome to another exciting um, rough and tumble world. Hold on. Where'd that hand come from? That was Lily. <laughs> I was going to say that wasn't Brian. Like, yeah, not. Can, oh my God, if he could stretch that far. Yeah. <laughs> for a beer. No, that was Lily. There we go. Before we got on, we, we had, you know, anyways, Brian is somewhere else. And then I thought, like, what the hell is that all about? But no. uh, anyways. I, I literally just walked in from work. I mean, it's not even like, you know, I just literally walked in the door. So Lisa, I still have wet hair. I came out of the shower, ran down here. So, you know, that's, it is what it is. Anyways, getting back to greeting our, uh, our uh, friends and family out there in uh, Cyberland, um, another uh, episode of Three Sides is underway. You can see we're as organized as always. Um, we uh, certainly uh, won't let you down that way because we're never organized. We're just here to shoot the shit. But uh, here today, the lovely Lisa and the very masculine Tommy. How was that, Tommy? <laughs> where is tommy football 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 <laughs> anyways um our 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 fearless leader is still with this family and uh you know doing the right thing and taking care of family business so you just got us three knuckleheads today so uh and i was out there yesterday and spent the afternoon with michael and his family and he said to say hello to everybody and thank you for all of the uh, well wishes and messages and the support. He really appreciates it. Well, that's good. Uh, saying an abundance of, uh, of prayers for his family. Uh, I can only, well, I've been through it a couple of times. So I, it's, yeah. it's no fun. It's no fun. Yeah. But anyways, uh, today with the, the three knuckleheads that, that are here, um, we're just kind of thinking of, uh, of something to talk about and, I came up uh, again, spur of the moment, came up with, uh, you know, we do a lot of, we don't do a lot, but you see a lot of lists and stuff like that. And it got me thinking, why don't we accept the seventies, meaning everything except the seventies and uh, kind of round table about, uh, you know, the kind of things that, uh, that we think are cool with uh, how the band 
progressed after the heyday of the 70s. But before we go there, um, Tommy, you got any comments um, for this? Actually, week? I have one that I would like to read. This is from the current week's um, episode, which is the two of you. And it's, and I, I hope I get this right. So my apologies if I don't. Alyssa Ariano. I've come to this conclusion. I love to watch any and all of you in any number or combination. Great kiss conversation and information and more. I can't, it can't get any better than that. Thank you all. Aww. Very Aww, sweet. Thank you. I'm sorry if I butchered your name because it could be Elisa, it could be Alyssa. There's so many different possibilities, but uh, yeah. I think hey, just like, just like this week, it's, it's weird doing this without Michael. I mean, he's yeah. been, the, you know, the the driving force behind all this and it kind of feels like uh, a bird out on its first flight by itself and and i want to say lisa i'm sure you did too we had a bunch of really nice comments that people instant messaged me and i know you got a couple mm -hmm. of them too yeah so that's really nice to know that uh you know what uh we were still able to make people happy with the show which is what this really is all about anyway you know we say it all the time we come here and spend some time with some friends and we get to entertain our friends who just, you know, are out there in cyberland. and, uh, Hey man, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for making last week a huge success. And hopefully we, uh, we have some fun kiss talk. Uh, now, um, you guys well, have, before you go ahead, before jump in though, Mark, there's one other thing I would like to address that we didn't bring up. Um, I, this, and this doesn't go out to our listeners. This goes out to the kiss fans as a whole, because, Again, I think we have the coolest listeners on the planet. I wish people would just leave Paul Stanley alone in the respect that everyone is just ranking on him about this whole COVID deal. The wow. band has decided to do what they're doing for good or for bad in your opinion, but they're doing it the way they feel that they need to do it. And just because he's seen coming out of a, a store getting a coffee and he's holding his mask or he's doing this or that you don't know what his prognosis is you don't know if he's still testing positive from covid you don't know anything about anyone's health concern so before you guys make an assumption and start flapping your gums think twice that's right that's all i had to say i hear you and and no, i and as, as I'm sorry, as a non-related subject, I want to apologize in advance. I know that when I do, when I control the Zoom meetings, that it's put in a speaker view. So you'll see, like now you'll see me, but when Tommy talks, you'll see Tommy put up there. Um, I don't know how to control that on my Zoom because I have a certain Zoom account. So I apologize for that. Um, Usually it's right up in the upper right-hand corner. It says view. Yeah. And if you don't have it, then we're going to do it the way we can do it. Well, it is, it's viewed. I mean, it's the view's right, but when it's recording. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, so right now I see everybody in gallery view, but gotcha. it records for some reason, it records it in speaker view. And I went and checked all my settings and they're all right. So I don't- Well, we appreciate you recording this. So again, people, we're doing the best we can without our fearless leader. And, yeah, and like I said, I don't- their shit down. Yeah, and I didn't mean to start off negative. It's just, I'm getting all these messages from different people. And I quite honestly just don't give a shit in the respect that the band will continue when they're ready to. I have no opinion one way or another. I don't know anything about the medical piece of it. So I can't make a judgment. I'm just happy that our favorite band will be back out on the road, hopefully much sooner rather than later. I think just a couple days, right? What's today? Yeah, Seven. hopefully by the time yeah. you folks are listening right? to this, yeah, they will have already done some shows. Yeah. So Lord on we knows. move. Yeah, Lord yeah. knows we're, uh, 
waiting for that to happen. Um, I think everybody <laughs> wants to get back to that semblance of normal, whatever, you know, normal may be uh, on mm -hmm. In the September of 2021, but you know, I, I know a friend of mine. Matter of fact, you may have heard heard the ding. He doesn't realize that I am doing three sides right now, and he keeps fucking texting me. God love him though. But he's on the road with Judas Priest, and he's uh, going to go see our former uh, uh, guest on the show, Rob Halford and the boys. Oh, cool. And I'm happy nice. to say that in less than two weeks, on the 19th, I believe, which is a Sunday, uh, he's going to be in Detroit. And we're going to go see uh, Judas Priest as well. Hopefully that tour goes a little smoother than the Kiss guys, uh, you know. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed and, and hopefully, uh, you know, everything goes well there. So I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing uh, the mighty priest when they return here to the Rock and Motor City. Uh, while I have the, the floor for a second, though, I do want to say I, I because a lot of the people that are what watch the show, we interact on Facebook and stuff. And I've been getting a lot of. Uh, messages about the new iron maiden and i want to say how much i like it and i think it's cool but one thing i'm 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 happy and sad about uh regarding the new iron maiden is that i'm so happy that i'm getting new iron maiden music in uh in 2021 i love the new record um I like your review that you wrote on facebook Thank you. I, it's kind of was addressing that because I've been getting a lot of messages and a lot of the people I've been hearing from are people who watch the show. So I just figured I'd go three minutes and, and you know, and, and talk a little bit about this because it's kind of like kiss in the way where if you're expecting, you know, wrath child number of the beast, you know, that was 30 years ago. I mean, they're, the new record is bombastic. It's symphonic. It's, it's powerful. It's the imagery and the, the in, intelligent lyrics. And it's just, it's awesome. I, I really like it. I, you know, it, it's spread over two CDs. It's uh, 80 some minutes long. I, uh, I've already listened to it, you know, a few times. I gave it the, I call it the bike test. And I do that with all my music. If, if I listen to it as I'm, you know, either on my stereo or in my car or whatever but the bike you know when you're riding by yourself and have your headphones on you can really absorb it and boy oh boy I, I could not be happier with the new iron maiden and the reason and this is where i'm segueing into our costume crusaders the reason it makes me sad is because i wish kiss would do this i wish they'd give us some new new music i it, I don't think it washes anymore. And, and one of the reasons I don't think it washes, the excuse washes very well with me, is they, as a, they have as a band a treasure trove mm -hmm. of demos that they never finished. Or, you know, just, you know, what they never went back to. And they should do what Van Halen did. And I know we've talked about this briefly on the show before, but when I listen to the new Maiden, I'm like, Kiss can do that. They just choose not to. Thank God for Iron Maiden and Cheap Trick and Buck Cherry. I can't get the Buck Cherry CD out of my car. Oh, best album of 2012. It. Yeah, Buck it Cherry is. Just played here. Huh? I think Buck Cherry just played here. And you didn't go? No. I don't oh, know why no. I didn't. <clears throat> I don't you know should, why. You should feel shame. I kind of do now. No. They're so freaking. I saw them twice last weekend. Billy and the boys are so freaking good. Oh God, it's get that record, get the Iron Maiden record, get the Cheap Trick record. Go buy some new music, people. Support the bands who are putting records out. Today, the cover of the brand new Ted Nugent album was released. That's coming out in the next few weeks. You know, Alice just did one not too long ago. Guys, 
there's great rock artists releasing great rock music. We have to support them. You have to go out and you have to buy it if you like that band. I mean, don't wait for somebody to put it up on YouTube or whatever. You know, go out, support, spend the 10 bucks. Jesus Christ, they're making CDs so cheap now. You know what I mean? Um, well, and also, too, I saw Blackberry Smoke last weekend. Again, um, you can you hear Georgia is their new CD. Amazing. Check that out, too. That's, that's totally what I mean. I, you know, I I said my, my my wife and I were driving around. I had the new Buck Cherry in and I said to her, I'm like, how sad there's no outlet for this. Classic rock radio won't touch it. Oh, if it they have them in if they have them in studio, they might play it once. You know why they talk about the show that the record or excuse me, the radio stations promoting. But that's about it. Um, there's a matter of fact, just to uh, segue a little bit like that. If you ever get a chance, um, Deep Purple did a song called MTV a few few years back, and the lyrics are about just that, how they won't touch the new music. You know what I mean? They basically just say, play smoke on the water, and that's it. There's so many great bands from Iron Maiden on down. You know, they've done more than Number of the Beast. <laughs> they've done more than Run to the Hills. I mean, check out, you know, check out the stuff from the last you know 15 years it's great they continuously put out great music and 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 that's going to segue a little bit into well that was actually one of the reasons that i came up with with the except the 70s um kind of concept because i want to talk about some of the great music that happened after the uh, the classic period you know because there's a lot of great kiss music that we know of and that was one of the questions I, I, I want to introduce. Lisa, are you purposefully muted? Yes, she is. Um, that's one of the things, and, and I'd like to round table right now, is if in 2021, if you had to, you know, Lisa and Tommy, and Tommy will let you go first because Lisa's kind of busy here. Um, if you had to give somebody who's younger, say, you know, 15 say it's your friend's younger kid or nephew or something. And they ask you about this crazy band kiss and they say, you know what? I, I don't want to know about the, you know, the old 70s stuff. What, what have they done, you know, in the last 15 years or since he's been alive or so, what, what record would you, would you say, you know, basically going back to the mid nineties, if you could, what, what do you, what would you, what would you say? So not the eighties. Oh, you could do the 80s as well. I'm sorry. That's what I mean. So I'm going to answer that by saying I wouldn't give them any of their records. What I would do is I would put together 10 or 12 songs from several of the albums to send them. Tommy, why why is he making his own rules up, Mark? I can. I know. Well, I don't. You know what? You guys can make up any. I don't care because rules are dumb. Because I I can't. I can't do it because there's there's no record since creatures that i've liked in its entirety enough to send to someone to say here's a great representation i love certain aspects of each one of them for their own particular reason so it's an impossible question for me to answer i'd have to send them a spotify playlist well as uh, as they said in uh in uh, uh my cousin Vinny, it's a bullshit question <laughs> yeah, exactly yes <laughs> It's a bullshit question. I love that bit. This was not made by a te- 63 Tempest. <laughs> yeah. 
No, and not to break your, I just, I couldn't. I mean, because there are certain aspects of each record that I very, I love, but they're none of them as a whole. Wow. So if just, just to recap here, Tommy could not from the eighties on give a younger fan one kiss record that he feels confident and represents the band. No, I can do that. Sorry, I can't. No, no, that's fine. And, and look, you guys. All right. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... piss on the rules. Do what you want. I mean, that's the name of the game, anyway. So the very first song that I would hand to a young fan is "We Are One." Really? Oh my god, it's a good song. Because well, it... I like the song. I don't even know if that would make my my top. But that's Lisa. What is? What do you think? <clears throat> um. Well, since we're gonna break rules, I'm gonna do two. I would do um, a goalie. <laughs> of the night. Stop. Really, Tommy? I would do Creatures of the Night and Revenge. Well, Creatures, I said past, I, I'm thinking non makeup era. Because to me, said, the, the, no the 70s. He said no 70s. No set. This is everything except the 70s. Right. Oh, then I would, yeah. I, I, oh, well, so then you, okay. So then does, does Unmask count? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, oh, 70s. There you go. I'd send them unmasked. Sorry, Lisa. Sorry. Right. And just really? as that still blows side my mind. Note. This is another side note, completely off topic. There are two hummingbirds flying outside here, <laughs> and they've been zipping past my head. So just so you know, if one comes over and starts twitching in my ear, just say maybe we'll, maybe they'll mate on your hat. <laughs> well, maybe they will. Maybe I'll put a little flower on it. You never know. Um. Yeah, I would pick uh, creatures and revenge. Why? Um, because I think that I look at <clears throat> creatures as the, like, um, after kind of everything, even though I love Unmasked, though, love Unmasked. Unmasked is safe. I do. So, yeah, because, like, if it was a metalhead, then, yeah, creatures. But if it was someone that you're just... But we're not, no, no, we're not, we're not going to, towards a metalhead or any sort of thing. Country but that's my point. It. But uh, that, you can't, you got to, look, man, you know, like anyone else, you work the room. So you're prepared one way when you go to the city to do a contracting uh, contract for concrete versus maybe someone who owns a U-Haul company or something else. It's no different. I'm going to take a look at that person and say, well, what kind of music do you like? And then they're going to tell me. I think that of all of the records from Unmasked on, Unmasked is the most palatable for most people that are casual fans. You I said have... best represents Kiss, though. Does that best represent Kiss? Yes, it does. If you're going to, if you're trying to get someone interested in them as a band, because there's a lot of people that don't like Judas Priest or they don't like Iron Maiden and they're much more pop oriented. So if I hand them Creatures of the Night, they'll be like, oh, it's too much for them. So for me, it best represents their ability to write incredibly wonderful pop songs. That's what Unmasked is. Even though Creatures is probably a, a superior record, it wouldn't be the one I would hand to somebody to go check this out. That's why I was saying the Spotify list, because you can pick and choose all of this and hand them that. Well, again, because rules are dumb. But I was trying to stay away from that because that's why I said it's an album. But I appreciate your honesty. But I, I, I it's, it's, it's a bullshit question. Yes, it is. It is. That's the end of the story. It's a bullshit. No, I just can't. It's one of the few I just can't answer because of that. 
you know, because here's a perfect example. All right. There's a girl that I work with, Jack. She's our OA. Fantastic gal. And she and her husband were at a concert and she was talking about how she had seen Buck Cherry at one point, but she's like, God, that one song went on forever. And I'm, and I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, we went and got a beer and came back out and they were still playing. And I'm like, oh, crazy bitch. And she's yeah, that's it. And it's because they do all this stuff in the middle of it, but there's so much more than what that is. So I, I was thinking that today, actually, I'm going to send her a couple tracks. I just said, you need to listen to these guys because they're more than that. So I would send her The Way and I would send her No More Lies off the new record. I think that perfectly represents what Buck Cherry is much more than Crazy Bitch, even though that's a highly popular song and everyone seems to love it. It's the same thing with Kiss. If I'm going to get someone interested in a band, I'm going to send you the most palatable song that I possibly can. And more often than not, people probably don't have the love of Deep Purple or Iron Maiden or Judas Priest or any one of the number of, of, of great artists that you love, Mark. So I'm playing the long game by giving them the most safest possible poppy songs I can. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I mean, that is totally fair. Yeah. However, I, I went a little different route and I'm going to say Sonic Boom. And the reason I'm going to say Sonic Boom is because I think of all the records they've done since the 70s, that's the one that has the most in common with the 70s. It's four on the floor. They wrote all the songs there's no outside writers the songs are short they're catchy they're palatable and it's still rocking hard i i love modern day delilah is just a very mature sort of hard rock song and then you know um you know the gene songs on that um uh are you know just hot and cold is just so much fun what a, a just a fun song and then you got you know stand with the kind of anthemic sort of chorus i just think that best represents kiss and and i mean an overview of kiss i think that record is aging well because i do see more people giving it some love and i think they give it more love than monsters because it does sound better oh, um yes although although i love monster too yeah I, I really think they're sister records in many ways i mean that's I could, why we need the third we need the trifecta going back to your point about make give I, us some I, new music I totally agree and the reason i didn't say creatures is because creatures is more they were trying to make a statement on where they were in 1982 and that's as, as opposed as opposed to the you know, to the whole run of things. And again, that's why I wouldn't say Unmasked because it's, that's, there's no connection from Unmasked back to Kiss Alive or Kiss Alive 2. And, and again, that's what, that's the sound that captures Kiss, where I can say that there is a thin line that does go back to Kiss Alive with short songs. Again, you know, compact solos, hummable solos. I think Tommy Thayer just fucking nailed it on that record. Totally. Um, I know. I, that's what I mean. It sounds like Kiss. When you play, again, Modern Day Delilah or Hot and Cold, you like that. That sounds like Kiss. That to me is what Kiss is all about. But, but 
it all depends on what your interpretation of from a representational standpoint, okay? Because when you're talking that, I wouldn't argue any of your points. And I agree, it that record really represents who they are as a band. But I would also say to you, who are you trying to show this to? Because you used to and have said many times that if you're not a KISS fan, it's because you haven't listened to KISS. Correct. Correct. So the first I thing I'm going to do, right. So the first thing I'm going to do is give someone songs to listen to that they would be completely unexpect that to be kiss, you know? So I would say my number one go-to song of the entire kiss catalog from 1983 and on would be every time I look at you, that's an impossible song not to like absolutely impossible or even forever that's the kind of stuff i would start someone on simply to go look you need to check this out whereas if i hand them modern day delilah which is a great song <laughs> but no that might be just too much for some people so it depends every on time i look at you oh my god i i just can't that to me it was is the like I still love you. I just can't handle either one oh, of those. Oh, see, and I think it's my yeah, favorite I song. Mind, I still love you, but yeah, every time I look at you, it's just. And, and Paul cool. was so hung up on playing it there for a while, especially during the un. And look, I get it. I mean, he, that's really right in his wheelhouse. I get it, but just as a fan, I you know I want shout it out loud. I want the big anthemic. I, I want rock and roll. Now, and, however, forever is a great song because when. Right. That's Bruce, one of Bruce's great, greatest yeah. solos. That's yeah. wonderful too. So my point is, is that I've got a better chance on a hit or miss with one of those songs than I do, I think, handing them some of the other stuff. Even though I love Modern Day Delilah, I really like Sonic Boom. I think the songs are really solid. It's not who I, it's not what I would hand to someone that doesn't know anything about them. You know, in the same manner as which if we could go back to the 70s, uh, and I could choose a song to give to someone to say, sit down and watch this or listen. It would be sure no something because it's so fucking good that you can't not like it. It's impossible. It's a yeah, great that's song. a great song. But again, this is post seventies. I understand that. But my, I'm trying. To, I'm trying. Didn't we just say there are no rules? Didn't we? Just no, 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 no. I'm just trying to draw a parallel to you as to my thinking of this. And if I was sitting around with a bunch of fucking metalheads, then of course I would hand them Sonic Boom or Creatures or something like that. But I'm telling you, most people that I encounter that are not Kiss fans, that you want to get them to at least listen to see if they even would maybe like them, you start them out with something that's extremely palatable. Well, again, I'm, I, I went with best represents, not, not, I know, but, but to me, in my mind, it best represents them to portray them with that type of pop uh, sensibility to get somebody who would be completely against them to actually open their ears for once and listen to what they have to offer. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree it is. <laughs> What's up next? Okay. What are the, in your opinion, from 1980 on, if you had a chance, and e even if you did go, three tours, and you have to say a reason for the tour, three tours from 1980 to current day, if you could go back and could get front row, say, or whatever. The three, the three tours from 1980 to present day. Lisa? 
I say, lick it up. Because that, that tour did come to Berg and I missed it. I would say, um, what's the other one I missed? Psycho Circus. Really? That's interesting. Um, because I missed that one on like the stupidest reason. But again, it doesn't have to be one you missed. Yeah, but, but but those but I don't. I mean, a lot of people don't miss any kiss shows. So for me, those are the ones that I like to go back and do. So I, I'm surprised you did not see any psycho. They're around like constantly. Yeah, it was a personal thing. I was dating a guy, then one let me go. Like he had you tied up in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> was, you know what? It was he. He was like, if you go see Kiss, then we're not gonna. We can't go out anymore. I. It was such. It's such a long story. I had to like. I had to get rid of all my kiss stuff, which I didn't. I just put it in a box and put it in the attic. He didn't let me have it around. So it was right around my birthday. It was like, Who are you? you're not, that's I know. Who is I this know. person? I know. I know. Oh, we would have both slapped you across the head. My mother like, took this guy down, man. She was yelling at him Good. on the phone and said, Good. how can you tell my daughter what she can and cannot do? And yeah, yeah no doubt. Well, I had, I had tickets to that show. And it was like December 4th. So it was like a couple of days after my birthday. And I had him through the radio station. And <clears throat> and right after work, I could just walk there. You know, I mean, Civic Arena was like a couple blocks away. And I came home. And my mom was like, what are you doing home? And she was, looks down, she goes, Kiss is playing tonight. And I said to her, I just didn't want to go. And she was only like 4, 4.11. She got up out of that chair and she looked at me. She goes, that's bullshit. Is that like the biggest bullshit answer I've ever heard in my life? And she was livid. She was wow. so mad at me. So yeah, she was not mad at me, but mad the fact that there was obviously some other force. Something going on that was yeah. not cool. Exactly. So as my as my PSA for today, don't let anybody ever tell you what you can and cannot do. So so that's two. That's two. Lick it up and and psycho circus. psycho circus. I'd say, and then I'd say creatures because I don't even think they came through Pittsburgh. So those are my three. Any, re I mean, reasons? Again, just because I miss them. And at, right around Lick It Up is kind of when, there was a period there where I was, I just kind of like washed my hands and kissed a little bit, you know? Um, and I think it was, you know, the makeup, make, taking the makeup off. And I think I just kind of was like, oh. it wasn't, it wasn't too much. It was like a year later. And then I got back into the groove but maybe I kind of, <clears throat> was like mad at them for taking the makeup off. So when they came to the Stanley theater for lick it up, I didn't go, um, which I regret. So yeah, if I could go back and see that, I totally would again, psych psycho circus, which we all know. And, uh, in creatures, they just didn't come through Pittsburgh. And I always thought that was a cool tour. So. <coughs> Excuse me. Mr. Summers. Two Australian shows from 1980 would be my choice. And the other one would be probably front row at, at Tiger Stadium, 96. So what were the, well, the first, would you say from, from two, two of the Australian shows from 1980? Yeah, but I mean, we're talking tour. Yeah, but that was a tour. The Australian tour was the unmasked tour. Was it not? So, so, you, so that's unmasked. Yes. You've got Reunion 96. That's Two shows from Unmasked. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, but three oh. tours. Oh, three tours. Okay. Uh, then the third one. Oh. Um, 
probably uh, <clears throat> creatures, I suppose. Which you saw. Yeah, which I saw, which was great. And, and the only reason I'm picking these is because I can't pick the newer ones because I've gotten to see yeah. enough of all those shows to feel really good about it. So my choices were based on being able to, to after being in school when it was happening and, and so, and, and people giving you so much shit for being a KISS fan in the first place that the idea of going to Australia in 1980 and being in the front row of a freaking stadium is like, ah, oh, that would just be amazing to see that kind of support for the band that I so much love that wasn't getting it in the States. And then uh, the reunion at Tiger Stadium, I just chose not to go simply because I was going to see them a couple nights later and had front row. And I just thought it was going to be easier. Um, but after hearing you, Mark, talk about it and, and many others who attended that night was absolute magic. So I would like to uh, see that. And the Creatures Tour, they only got to see two or three times. And I, I would like to have seen it more. Tommy, you had front row for the reun for the reunion tour. Several times, yeah. Isn't that just the most amazing thing? Uh, yes and no. Uh, oh. It was it was really depressing the third night in Kansas City oh. because they were awful. Well, you know what? For me, and again, it's the, it sold out twice in Pittsburgh, and I got front row for that first night, the the actual like night of the show. Which oh, was, nice. It was, a, and I had no idea. And let me tell you. You know, stinky, not stinky, great, whatever, just watching them come out on stage. And again, I didn't, I saw them in 1979 when I was seven, but to see them put make it, but come out like that, I, I, I start crying. I couldn't help myself. I drove, I drove home from Kansas City brokenhearted. See, that part, didn't, that part didn't even phase me. No, I was just because I, I was so close to them that I could hear Paul Stanley turn around and look at Peter and stomp his foot going one, two, three, four, just to try to get him to straighten the hell out. And it was just sloppy and discombobulated. And I was just like, fuck. And then a week later, and then about a week later, maybe 10 days later, I saw him at the St. Paul Civic Center, which is where I saw him on your birthday, Lisa, on, uh, December 2nd, yep. 1977. Cool. <laughs> and this felt just like I was seeing them again, but with a better seat. And I would say that that was one of the greatest shows I've ever felt because if it, seen, because it honestly felt like I traveled back in time with a high school friend of mine to see them. And it was literally just as I remembered it, other than the stage being different. Yeah. It was literally like time travel more than it ever has been before or since. So that was my reasoning for, for choosing those. It wasn't as much that it was unmasked per se, the record, although I like that and I like those songs or that it was Ace or it was Tommy or whoever it was. It was the camaraderie of being around 20, 30,000 people uh, and seeing them actually go, okay, I get it. That's why we're here versus, you know, just taking shit from everybody in school all the time about how they suck. I would go with the obvious because I talk about it so much on the show. I would relive pretty much any night of the creatures of the night tour. I, again, yeah. now keep in mind, and again, just a reminder, 
I, the time I'd seen Kiss last before Creatures was when they were at the Silverdome on the Dynasty tour. And it was, as we all know, the Dynasty tour was very colorful. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't the evil mean kiss you know what i mean you, you could it was even paul stanley says it's you know it was the las vegas kiss in many ways and it was great and i loved it and everything and i was 14 years old and it was wonderful but now when i saw them on the creatures tour all bets were off i mean they came out they were hungry and loud and the drummer was a lot more bombastic and the Vinnie Vincent just played his ass off and it was just really, it was everything that I wanted from kiss. It was dark and big and loud. And, you know, um, I loved the whole bell thing during, uh, God of thunder, you know, when he was the light coming down and almost the Quasimodo ish sort of antics he was doing. Um, that was just great. You know, the exploding, uh, PA cabinet at the at the end. I mean, it was just you know the cannon blew off uh, from Eric Carr's. Uh, and that's pretty cool. Drum riser. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That that tour was just so great on so many levels. Um, and again, I've said it before. That's I've seen Kiss many many times, and that's still the number one show. So if I had to of, of from 1980 on, that would be my number one. My number two would be unmasked just because I never got a chance to see that tour because they played one show here and um, tons of bootlegs. I've got tons of video footage, but that's, uh, you know, that's what uh, I would have loved to have seen that. Um, You know, I, I just, again, I was not, I like that record, but I just think it would have been cool to see that tour. Um, in many ways, it's it's Dynasty Part Two. I mean, it's basically it's the same stage and you know many of the same songs and everything. But you know, I, I much like Tommy, I'm sure you've watched that Sydney show a million times. Going, mm-hmm. God, I would have loved to have seen that. You know, well, I'll show so you on my bucket list, so it would have been cool to see. Yeah, but I mean, again, I'm just talking to him because I whether it was in Australia or Frankfurt or Rome or whatever, I would have loved to have seen. Well, and also too, just to go see them in a different country. And I'm really hoping to rob, to knock that one off my bucket list next summer. That's what I want to do too. That's, that's, I mean, I'm going to turn, I'm going to be turning 50. I got to have that on my bucket list somewhere, you know? Um, And my final one, honestly, I had so much fun in 2016 on, on that. Was that the Rock the Nation tour? What was that? Was that one? Was that Rock the Nation? What was whatever the one? I think so. 2016. I just, I love that they played Flaming Youth. Um, Who was I, a I would, act on Rock the Nation? Hmm. Oh, Dead Daisies. That's I think. Right. No, no. No, you're probably right. I don't know why I'm saying no. I don't even know why I'm questioning you. Um, um, anyways, I I loved that tour. And don't come around. There was a lot of, I, I remember going to a bunch of, or a few of the Revenge era, they were fun, you know, hot in the shade was cool. But if I'm honest with myself, you know, I just like those three tours more. And I was, and if I had to pick four, cause I can do it cause it's my rules to break. I'd go at the end of the road tour. Um, I really do love the current tour every bit as much. So those are, those are my three. 
Um, yeah, and, and I get that too. And I guess the only reason I wouldn't add the uh, end of the road tour to this list is because we also have so many more wonderful adventures. Oh, yeah. That will be tied into that. Cool. Um, also, going back to the premise of today's show, except the 70s or no 70s count, what is your three favorite? One, one guy is going to probably, he may get all three, but uh, there's only been a couple, you know, other ones, but there's enough of them that you guys get to pick. Favorite, three favorite solo records since 1980. Peter Scott solo music, Vinnie Vincent has solo music, Bruce Kulik has solo music. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Ace has solo <clears throat> Paul has solo music. Gene has solo. What are your three favorite post 1970s kiss solo albums or and, and again you can use union i'm i'm uh because that was you know bruce's band um uh lisa what are your three favorite i needed a minute okay i'm gonna go with obvious well i see that's not fair Okay, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm adding in a four. That's why I thought his question is it's a little more difficult than you think. Yes, it is, because I have to add in a four. You can't do four, because I said oh, yes, so. I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, well, because you threw in Union, and I didn't think of Union. So That's why I'm here, Lisa. That's but, why I'm here. Thank you. Because Union <laughs> was probably, I think, the most underrated band. Um, I think they came in they were a great band at the wrong time because their albums were off the chart. Amazing. But I am a little partial because I think John Karabi could sing the phone book and it would absolutely be the greatest thing on the planet because he is my favorite singer. However, <clears throat> if you put all that aside, I do think that they had those, those albums were awesome. The union albums were off the chart. Um, I loved Ace's solo album. Uh, the first one was an anomaly. Was anomaly? It's not the first one. Yes, it was. No, uh, uh, the first one was the Fraley's Comet. Yep. You know, I'm going. I'm going past. I'm going. Past. Well, then it's not the first one, Lisa. You know, oh, son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> the fourth one, then, right? It'd be the fourth one. I. <laughs> She's getting her fingers and toes out here. <laughs> it would be the fourth one. You could just say anomaly. That works. <coughs> okay, anomaly. And um, Bruce's first one, because I'm saying four. Bruce's first one. Which one is that? That's Audio Dog. Okay, so we have, okay, Audio Dog and Anomaly. Audio Dog Anomaly, Union. And I like Paul Stanley's Live to Win. Solid. Not a big Vinnie Vincent fan, like, meh. Um, I did like Frehley's Comet, but I really enjoyed here. I, I enjoyed Ace. Like after Frehley's Comet. Not that I didn't like Frehley's Comet, because I think Second Sight. I'm with you. You're not going to find me arguing. But I think that Anomaly and Spaceman, I think I think all those were fantastic. You know? Um, if you had to, 
your thumb on the chopping block. You had to pick three. What would be the three? I'll Which take one of those four. You're taking out. I, if I, well, I, I'll take Union out because that's not oh. truly a solo. I'm just saying, but anything Kiss member related post post 1980. Okay, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get reamed by the listeners, but live to win. Okay, so you're live to win. Anomaly, Audio Dog. It's a good list, Tommy. Trouble Walking, Origins Volume One, Spaceman. Nice. All right. Tommy stole my thunder on the wall. I love Trouble Walking. Just love oh, that. It's my favorite Ace Fraley record, far and away. Um, I love that one. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> I'm going, uh, so that, I'm going Badlands for, uh, for my number two, because I absolutely love that record. Mine would have been all up yay on that one. Third one. Hmm. All mm-hmm. for one. No boy. See, so I almost said ESP, but I didn't think that that was an actual solo record because it was not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm pulling a Lisa here because uh, I'm tied for third. I'm gonna go Union, the first one. I was not crazy about the Blue Room, but I thought the first one was really good. I like the second one. I like the, I like the Blue Room. So that, um, I gotta admit, I love Space Invader like a lot, and I also. God, I love, and I'm not going to say I love it because then Tommy's going to go, <laughs> Gene's solo album. I love Gene's solo album. I like That's it. a good too. record. I think, it, you know what I like about it? It's so eclectic. Like, it's just all over the place. You know? That that record, I every time I, when I see him, like, people rip on like, you didn't even listen to it. I, that album is so cool. There's so many different styles. Well, it's not so much the style so much different. It's just cool. Yeah, I, I, I love Gene's record. I agree the with a, you. The A-hole record is so fucking good. I love it. And it's funny because I like Live to Win as well, but Live to Win to me, I wish it would have been a little bit more rock-oriented. Well, that's, that's why yeah, I put that one on the chopping block because you actually had to pick one and I picked that one off the chopping block because I was like, eh, you know. It was good, but... I love, I love the title track along it. I, you know, it's good. It's just didn't have the also to the 78 solo record is just so effing good. Yeah. And I got to admit the it's funny. And I know he won't mind me saying this. I remember back when that came out, I was talking to Eric about it and he's like, but that's not where he's at now. You know what I mean? He really explained it well. I'm like, because I remember when I got lift win and I was like, it's missing that, you know, wouldn't you like to know me sort of, because oh, I, you know what I mean? The bombastic vibe or, you know, it's all right. It just, those to me just sound like classic Kiss songs. And I didn't, you know, Live to Win didn't have that bombast, but, you know, you, you know, he's absolutely right. It's, that's not where he was at in his life when he put that out. You know what I mean? It's, I get it. I get it. But as a fan, that's what I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, Gene's solo record is really everything that I wanted it to be. I didn't want it to be a cookie cutter 
record and it was and I, I, I still spin that. I, I like Me that too. record. Me too. Yeah, it's it's a good listen. Um I like his cover of uh, Firestarter. I do too. I actually like it better than the original, I'll tell you the truth. But I like uh, it. I do too. Um video I'm not so crazy about, but okay. uh, yeah. Um but and again, you know, um I love trouble walking a lot that's my number one but i i really have a soft spot for for the space invader and i i still think you know what a girl wants is i wish that would have came out much like tommy was talking about earlier with buck cherry i think that song came out at the wrong time because I, I think that's got fm hit back when you know not necessarily singles but songs where they got played on the radio a lot back in you know maybe the mid to late 80s that that's a really good song that what a girl wants um i just love that song and and again the whole vibe of that record i like a lot i love the title track ace really plays well on that record too so but anyways uh those uh those are the things i wanted to talk about and we're not terribly far from where we wanted to be time-wise so and um, Alice are heading out on tours shortly right a couple days yeah soon the big 10 for good buddy mm-hmm. of course nowhere here in atlanta big shocker he's no. gonna what's, what's today today is the 7th Seven. the 25th alice will be in town uh with ace so I'm definitely going to be out there at Pine Knob. Hopefully, again, you know, hopefully the tour goes smoother than the Kiss tour is going. And hopefully everybody stays safe and healthy. And, you know, uh, I know that show's selling well uh, here in Detroit. It always does. Alice does. Oh, my God. Alice, you got Alice and Ace? Jeez Louise. That's like, you Yeah, know. here in Detroit, that's a big deal. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, of course. So, um, you know. And it's cool, too, because they've been talking a lot about it on the radio, too. Just the anticipation of a big rock show coming to Pine Knob. So I've been hearing a lot of chatter about it, um, too, even locally. So you know, I'm pretty excited about that. And then what Tommy and I are, are hoping to mix in an Alice show down in Florida. I so hope gonna, so. Amen, what brother. When are you guys going? Um, October. You want to come? October what? When is, I don't know, it's like the 9th, I think, 9th, 10th, 11th. Well, wouldn't you gonna... love to have me there with you? What's that? Wouldn't you just love to have me there with you? <laughs> oh, you know what? That's a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It is. It is. We can have you put back together and at work on Monday. That's <laughs> <laughs> your messed up. Good Lord. But seriously, because, uh, you know, there's Kiss in West Palm uh, and Kiss in Tampa on the 10th. 11th is Sunday, I believe, if my days are correct. Um, yeah. Sunday, Sunday, I just wanted to go record shop and kind of hang out in Tampa because Alice is in West Palm that night. But I don't feel like driving back to West Palm. Right. And then Alice is in town on Monday, meaning in town in Tampa on Monday. So I figured if you know, and then go home on Tuesday, take a long weekend, you know? Right. I have a lot of time I have to take, so. Hmm. Okay. Just throwing it out there. I mean, hell, that's, you could, that's almost drivable for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is because um, we drove to Tampa not re not long ago, so. Yeah, just have Brian, you know, you guys just go down and have some fun. 
Yeah. I love Tampa Town. I mean, I go down there. Tampa's nice. Yeah. I had a great time when we were there. That's just a great, great area of the country. I love everything about the Gulf Coast. Um, what else? Uh, anything else? You know, I guess for homework, we can go. We could ask you guys the same questions. Um, what record post-1980 would you uh, tell somebody to go, hey, check this band out? Um, what tour? And uh, name a Kiss-related album. Um that came out post 1980 that you think uh you think rocks or you really really like a lot i gotta tell you what i'll be honest there is no right or wrong you know this is no i know that but give us your opinion oh yeah yeah i mean this is just three kiss geeks sitting around talking kiss you know so you know add your geekdom to our geekdom and we'll see what we do from there we'll have collective geekdom geekdom amen amen (laughs) a lot oh and a special a special uh Hello to, I don't know if you saw, I went to Dragon Con last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And um, I don't know if you guys know Ruby, who... Yeah, great guy. He yes. comes every year, and we never, like, because I don't really drive into the city. There's, like, no need for me to go downtown. But we, I was like, we got to, like, pencil it in, plan a date. So, you know, we have, we're, like, ahead of time. So we actually, I, I, that's the first time I've seen him in, God, years. Yeah. You know, I, actually, I know I know Billy more than him, but uh, you know, I, obviously a ton of mutual friends. He's always you know uh, nothing but great things uh, oh, yeah. about him. So racist guy, funny as shit. All we did was laugh. So it was fun. So hey, Ruby, little shout out to little shout out to Ruby. There you go. There you go. Um, Tommy, you wanna you wanna add anything to the mix before we uh, we get on out of here? No, I, I think that we pretty much said everything we wanted to say. We wanted to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. We and, did. Uh, we'd love to hear back from you guys with your feedback and your homework. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear your lists. And the, the nice thing, too, and I know that we're all busy, but if you're going to take the time to make a comment, please don't just give us lists of, of anything. Tell us why. I want to know why, if you choose Lick It Up, why? If you choose the Revenge Tour, why? Tell us why, because it, it adds to the conversation so much more interesting for the reader. And there's usually a story behind it, just mm-hmm. like mine. You know? Lisa, can, can we do the, the dating game point. ending again? Oh, this one? <laughs> Thanks, guys. We appreciate your support. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.